Are you going to go right straight in to your podcast without any introduction? <laughs> well, what, wh- why do you need an introduction? What, what do you need to know? Why can't you go right straight into it? Oh, yeah. Well, this, these are the po- poems read by the author that they are from, uh, a Wix, um, Wix blog on David Smith 208, and they're back in June 10th, 2018. Oh, okay. So you're not going right straight into the podcast. You're going to introduce it to him. Yeah, I'm introducing the podcast as the poems read by the author. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Uh, and who were those? You had mentioned some book, uh, Three Zen Masters, and you didn't say who the three were. Oh, yeah. Well, there is a book, Three Zen Masters, and, uh, by John Stevens, and it's E-Q-I-K-K-U. Wayu and Hakin and Rokan are Y O K A N. Oh, those are the three Sun Masters. Are you gonna go right straight into your poem about them? <laughs> poem. <laughs> to go right straight in takes a lot of conditioning, but it can happen. <laughs> Mysticism is just highly developed detachment, just like enlightenment is the absence of ignorance. <laughs> Hmm. What did you say enlightenment was hanging in the air and then you said something about us just sitting or the tendency to repeat meditation or something? But it's highly developed detachment or... To go right straight in takes a lot of conditioning, but it can happen. Mysticism is just highly developed detachment, just like enlightenment is the absence of ignorance. The mind has a habit of working, so if it does not even start, then it does not have to start. Stop. Oh. The mind has a habit of working, so if it does not even start then it does not have to stop. (laughs) It is not a person that should retire. It is the mind that should retire. Oh, I see. This is about retirement. Yeah, a person doesn't retire. The mind does, or the mind should. Well, so for you, going into retirement means your mind is going... Getting retarded? Uh, no, my mind is retiring. It's not a person that should retire. It is the mind that should retire. The pin to mind is just agitation and food. Oh. Oh, he's saying like the earthly mind. Uh, the earth plane mind. The pin to mind. P-I-N-D-A mind is just agitation and food. Oh. Yeah, well, you eat a lot, and uh, didn't you have a salad, and you had um, an avocado, which the Spanish call aguacate, uh, and you had 
some leftovers, uh, some pasta, but you're sort of hesitant to eat the the wheat-based uh, pasta. The undermined is dreams and craving and engages in wishful thinking. The causal mind likes books and intellectual speculation. Oh, so your causal mind is very active. Because huh? you do read a lot of books and engage in intellectual speculation within your poems about mysticism. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true, I guess. The causal mind likes books and intellectual speculation. Having no mind is more relaxing, and the bliss is blasting. It is helpful to do fasting. Huh, interesting, fasting. Yeah, I don't know when I'm going to do my next fast. Uh, but I'm trying to cut back the time window. So this blog is about how not to be a hog. You can start your day listening to the birds and sitting still like a dead tree log. The mind that writes poetry isn't the mind. D.S. Poem, June 10th, 2018. Then it says, Hakeem said, quote, I'd be like a log floating full speed down a river neither getting caught along the banks and rotting away, nor relying on the help of men or gods, but moving ever onward until I reach the ocean. Page 64, Threes and Masters, by John Stevens. Oh, so is that what you're suggesting, that you're going to be like a floating log? That you're moving at full speed down a river... Neither getting caught along the banks and riding away, nor relying on the help of gods or men. Uh Yeah, but I thought you relied on the help of a guru. But moving ever onward until I reach the ocean. Wow. It's not bad stuff. And you've got this picture of some... Some art gallery in in Chelsea, I guess. Did you go right straight into it? Did you post a picture of you with a view of the World Trade Center on 911? And no... They, nobody at the tennis court believed it was you. I guess they didn't think it was you. Or, yeah. Well, did you ever think about all the time between 10, 20 years ago and today? And have you ever think about the time that you wasted? Or, <laughs> well, yeah. Is, is this a 911 podcast? Huh? <laughs> I guess it would be, huh? Oh, yeah. Huh, interesting. What do you have to say about it? Oh, you had you had a poem. Oh, you might add, you should mention that poem that you posted. Uh, but you have no idea what it means. Uh, 
Because if you wasted all your time, if you wait, think of all the time wasted. Huh? Oh yeah, poem. If I, if you think, this is June ninth. Are you thinking about the time you wasted on nine one one, or since nine one one, or since nine twenty seven, or since September of two thousand one? Oh. Well, no, I don't know if I'm thinking about it, but I'm right now. You said I'm not supposed to think. God. You said in retirement you weren't going to use your mind. Yeah. Okay. Then use what little bit you have to finish this podcast, if you think of all the time wasted. All right. Poem, if you think of all the time wasted in the American wasteland. Uh, if you come to full right understanding, you end up in constant meditation. Huh. Yeah, I guess you should be in meditation. Uh, yeah, maybe you should go in. The, you could pause this podcast to go into meditation, I guess. Hmm. If you come to full right understanding, you end up in constant meditation, make made even more necessary by direct contemplation. Correct contemplation, comprehensive redirection takes over compensation. Huh? Do you need compensation for the time you wasted? Comprehensive redirection takes over compensation. English words fail to give an explanation. Rationalization does not provide regeneration. Oh. Yeah, you talk about how you want to regenerate and do stem cell therapy and the neurobrain plasticity. So rationalization is not going to do it for you. Rationalization does not provide regeneration. It takes a special connection. If you speak Spanish, huh, Russian, eh, or Greek, it is all the same. This all might just be oversimplification, but what is needed is a complete transformation. It is all very necessary before your expiration. If you penetrate into your eye, you can rip open the sky. Scientists obsess over a quark while overlooking their own mark. My poetry is interdirected by cosmic reflection. William James James's mind cure. Yeah, mind cure is enough explanation. The rest is simple prostraction. Prostraction? I know you said you were going to make up words. And... Yeah, did you leave people hanging with that poem you posted? Is that prostraction? Is that a word even? Yeah, I left I left a very difficult to interpret poem which is tended to mean something other than what it is. Or nine one one posting. 
you did? Yeah, I left uh, Ibarabi, or Arabi, for... I left... Uh, I posted a Arabic writer for my 911 memorial posting of the 20th anniversary. Oh. Yeah, you're going to have to read that, I guess, now. So you don't waste any more time in your retirement using your mind. Uh, hmm. Well, you have Davy Gravy laying there in the grass. Is he wasting time there as well in the park? And interesting that I think is a story of park. Huh? And you play tennis now after three years in a story of park. Yeah. Okay, but you don't just lay in the grass like here. You actually do something with your mind. Oh. Hmm. No, this is kind of interesting poem, and, and you know, you say you read them again. If you like it. Yeah, that's a compliment by the author to the poem, if he reads it again. If you don't wait aren't going to waste people's time reading it. If you think of all the time wasted. Poem. If you think of all the time wasted in the American wasteland, if you come to full right understanding, you end up in constant meditation, made even more necessary by correct contemplation. Comprehensive redirection takes over compensation. English words fail to give an explanation. Rationalization does not provide regeneration. It takes a special connection. If you speak Spanish, Russian, or Greek, it is all the same. This all might just be oversimplification, but what is needed is a complete transformation. It is all very necessary before your expiration. If you penetrate into your eye, you can rip open the sky. Scientists obsess over a clerk while overlooking their own mark. My poetry is interdirected with cosmic reflection. William James's mind cure is enough explanation. The rest is simple prostraction. So I don't know if you think that I wasted all the time on this podcast. I guess you're a bit tired after four or five, is it four hours? Uh, or um, four to five, not five, four hours of tennis. Uh, is, and are you just lonely and have nothing to do on a Saturday afternoon? That's what you wanted us to be alone and to, so you could just meditate all the time. Are you going to do evening meditation? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, I could, uh, assuming I don't eat too much. Uh, yeah, well, it should digest after a while. I mean, I know you had your afternoon coffee and cheese. So, so usually you do before med evening meditation. Yeah. Is the next poem about evening meditation? Yes. June 8th, 2018. 
evening meditation. Yeah, I know you have this this just sort of plain chair with Buddha. That's sort of your Zen Buddhist Fuensue uh, minimalistic uh, uh, decluttered self, I guess. Uh, as that with the light reflecting, I guess that's your your idea. <laughs> yeah, poem. Evening meditation is regenerative and empowered. Empowering. Oh, you need some power. You look down. You're. You must be tired. Huh? Yeah, I got. I sometimes I get exhausted, and I actually took a a power nap. Oh, you went to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I I rested for about an hour. Is that why you're so groggy and need regeneration and empowering? Yeah. Evening meditation is regenerative and empowering while just resting. Oh, wow. So you were, ju- were just resting. While just resting is bourgeoisie and unprofessional. Uh-oh. I can't believe I got caught in this podcast. Just resting and being bourgeoisie and unprofessional. God, yeah, you you just caught yourself. We just caught you in this podcast with resting instead of meditating. Yeah. Evening meditation is regenerative and empowering, while just resting is bourgeoisie and unprofessional. Some say they worked all day and now they must chill and watch TV. Yeah, and I think you're doing, you are showing some of those traits because you were going to watch, you, you did watch some of the U.S. Open. Yeah. Wow. You took a nap and you watched some of the, what was it, Leila Fernandez was 1,200 to 1 to win. But yeah, what are the odds? Are you just going to watch TV? So far we caught you resting and watching TV. I don't have a TV, but I watched YouTube. Uh, yeah, we caught you not doing... Well, it isn't evening yet, so I can claim... If it's only 5 p.m., I can't. you can't claim I'm unprofessional and bourgeoisie just resting and watching TV, so leave me alone. Yeah. Well... Okay, but we can tell. All right. Some say they worked all day, and now they must chill and watch TV. In reality, they just lack will. During their day, they thought about things extra. They thought of what is not necessary. Uh-oh. What were you... Do you have in these necessary, unnecessary thoughts about... Oh, my goodness. They could conserve their energy by not digressing and overexpressing. This is Zen, the Tao, the Tao, and management prowl. Huh? God, that was quite. Uh, well, all right. We don't understand. Let's read it again. Evening meditation is regenerative and empowering. While just resting is bourgeoisie and unprofessional. Some say they worked all day and now they must chill and watch TV. In reality, they just lack will. 
during their day, they thought about things extra. They thought of what is not necessary. They could conserve their energy by not digressing and over-expressing. Yeah, maybe they just talk too much or something. <laughs> this is Zen, the Tao or the Tao and management prowl. T.S. Palm, June 8. Oh, so this is the introduction to your hence coming evening meditation. Yeah, I posted a poem uh, from Ibn Arabi, Arabi, from the book The Translator of Desires, Poems of Mu Yentin, Ibn Arabi by Michael Sells, page 29. <laughs> For, this is for the 911 for the 20th anniversary. For the, oh, well, what's the poem say? <laughs> it's from Araby. Yeah, he was also a poet, so get used to it. Oh, I thought he was a philosopher or something. Yeah, uh, it says forever. It's translated from Arabic or something. Who forever? Who forever, their spring meadows are desolate now, but desire for them lives on in the heart. These are their ruins, tears, and memory of those who melt the soul forever. I called out following love dazed after you so full with beauty, I have nothing. With desire maddened, I rubbed my face in the dust by the right of true love. Don't crush a man drowned in tears, yet aflame with ceaseless sorrow. And put, put down your flint, fire striker. Here is passion's fire, take an ember. Can you read the Arabic? No, I, I can't read the Arabic. Well, which poem was that? Uh, it's in the book. It's uh, uh, number number eight, poem eight. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't mean the stuff you say about it, and you let the meaning vague uh, for the listeners, uh, for the people with the nine one one memorial. It means something different. Poem 8, this deceptively simple poem begins with a mournful nasib in the pre-Islamic style. The poet gestures towards the atalau, atalau, A-T-L-A-A, that points to his own tears shed in memory of his beloved and all those associated with the remembered or imagined time of intimacy and belonging. Huh, towards the atalau. Atlail, A-T-L-A-A, that's remembering of his time with your beloved and the intimate remembered times. He then tells of his reaction to the beloved's departure as verse 4 transitions into verse 5. There is a shift in time as the poet turns to address the beloved's directly. The words, quote, a flame with ceaseless sorrow lead naturally to the reference to fire in verse 6. 
but the continuity in fire imagery is accompanied by a shift in address with the introduction of a new character, the fire striker, the Mu Kida not Nar, who in the pre-modern context could bring up images of a man striking flint or rubbing sticks together. The fire striker should take it easy, the poet tells him, for right here, that is here with the poet, or as Ibn Arabi glosses the verse in his commentary, quote, here in my heart is passion's fire. The fire striker need only take an ember from it to start a fire of his own. Here the poet, love poet, launches a twofold boast as a lover he brings his own fire. Oh, you're bringing your own fire to this podcast. Oh, yeah. He brings his own fire, a fire from which any less passionate lover might borrow a flame. Oh. As a poet, his words burn with poetic fire, and from, from which other poets might borrow a flame. Oh. The Arabic iktabasa means to take an ember. Okay, then take an ember. Maybe you can start some sort of passion yourself, but carries wider meanings as well to borrow from, to emulate, to study under, in the sense of a student studying under the master of a particular discipline. Oh, so you should study under Arabi. To quote, and in literary critical discourse, to embed words or phrases from the Quran within a literary text. Are you going to do that? Or you're embedding this poem within your podcast. In classical Arabic poetry, an analogy to prophetic revelation could serve to intensify the poetic boast. And in this poem, Ib Arabi provides a subtle example. The second half of verse 6 evokes the Quranic story of Musa in the fire. Here in Passion's Fire, just take an ember. Right, instead of taking a number, just take an ember. Uh All right. Had, e, he, he, naru, al, sabah, bati, shanakim, an, taktabisu. In in, Quran 2019, 29, Musa tells his story, companions, story, journey companions. Musha tells his journey companions to stay behind while he investigates the fire that he has discerned in the distance. Perhaps, he says, the fire he discerns may provide an ember, a quebas, for his group and may offer guidance. Ha-ahuda. Quran 27, 8. Quran 28, 99. Then Musha, or... I don't know if Musha is Muhammad. Musha approaches the fire. The divine voice addresses him, revealing the identity of the one God and commissioning with the message he will deliver to Pharaoh. By the 12th century, the analogy between Musha's fire and the fire within the lover's heart had become a core motive within Arabic love poetry. The fire in the lover's heart introduced him here in a curse in other poems in the Tar Jew man, with each occurrence resonating with earlier instances and foreshadowing the later ones. That fire, erotic, poetic, prophetic, and mystical, passes its embers 
run one poem to another within the Tarjuman, even as it borrows embers from the Quran and earlier poets. Oh, are you going to borrow from them as well? You have been. For more on the motive of Musha's fire and the lover, see Emo Amarin, a distant fire. Ibn Shahrazuri's mystical ode and the Arabic Sufi verse. Journal of Sufi Studies? Uh huh. Yeah, you should maybe just get the Journal of Sufi Studies. Huh? Yeah, why don't you read that instead of podcasting? Okay. All right. Get the Journal of Sufi Studies. Okay. You should be a scholar after all. You should move to Cambridge and Oxford too. Yeah. All right. I could live in both Cambridge and Oxford. Yeah. This is a poem again after all that analysis. So, which you secretly love analysis, though you're lying about it. You criticize analysis, but then you still love it. So, the poem goes, Who forever? Their spring meadows are desolate now, but desire for them lives on in the heart. These are their ruins, tears and memory of those who melt the soul forever. I called out following, love dazed after you, so full with beauty, I of nothing. With desire maddened, I rub my face in the dust by the right of true love. Don't crush a man drowned in tears, yet aflame with ceaseless sorrow. Put down your flint fire striker, here is passion's fire, take an ember. <laughs> so yeah, you should maybe take an ember from this podcast. What is it to be pre-med? Is that like med school or did you take biology or what's pre-med? Well, as in the poem. Yeah, the next poem is pre-med. It says, uh, slim, strong, and premeditated. That's the way I'd like to be. Before I see a master, I'd like to pass a course. They usually like it if you at least try. That's why I want to study my eye. Huh. That's a strange short poem. It has this eyeball in in the photo. Pre-med. Slim, strong, and premeditated. That's the way I'd like to be. Before I see a master, I'd like to pass a course. They usually like it if you at least try. That's why I want to study my eye. Has no date, is what it's just June 4th, I guess. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, what's that? Pre med. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. What happened? Uh-huh. Pre med. Uh-huh. Let's see. You went to med school? What happened? You liked this next book they're talking about. The book uh, 
awesome. Is this going to be an awesome podcast in the nightfall? <laughs> well, this is, it was an awesome book. It's called Awesome Nightfall by William Lafayette. And the poem is Segu's Inner Moon. <laughs> huh. You read that book. I think you may have... Where did you put these books? Did you put it on, like, YouTube or something? Seguio's Inner Moon, page 66. Awesome Nightfall. What's this say? This is not to deny, however, that Seguio's preoccupation with the moon, as shown in the poems of this book, were deep. I don't even know. Oh, let's see what this says. What is this? It's not even a poem. It's a Sagio poetry reading. Okay. Wait, this is not tonight. However, the Sagio's preoccupation with the moon as shown in the poems of this book was deep. Yamada Sojin researched for decades to unearth the multiple and subtle links between Segyo's verse and the practices of Buddhism in 12th century Japan. He detailed how the use of representations of the full moon, or the full moon itself, served as a focal point for extended meditations. In these meditations, referred to as Kachirikan, and prized. Huh. K-C-G-A-C-H-I-I-R-N-R-I-N-K-A-N and prized especially within the Shingon school. Really? The Shingon school. Huh. Of the mind heart, Kokoro, of practitioners, was visualized as progressively filling with light. The objectives of such exercises included an enhanced ability to recollect the past, greater powers of memorization, and in the most literal sense, enlightenment. There was even a sense that through such practices, something like a personalized luminescent moon would take up residence within the interior of the body or mind of the committed meditator. Yamada suggests that poems, how, how otherwise, easily mistaken as banal, became interesting, even fascinating, when we realized this dimension of Sagio's preoccupation with the moon. Such meditations explain the frequent occurrence of these poems of the homonym sunmu one ideograph for it means to become lucid but an alternative denotes to lodge within the double entendre catches the way these poems based on the kachirikan verbally represent experiences of drawing the moon and its luminosity into the very being of the poet monk quote, residing, unquote. There, its light becomes embodied, and the following is one such verse. <clears throat> Kumo o futakami yama no skukiki ga ma kokoyo ni 
Sumia Miru Neva Aruman. 1789-84 says, Clouds thickly mantle these mountains, but the black moon had already taken up residence in my mind. So nothing now prevents me from seeing its serenity there. Segu writes, Yamada inverts the situation with ease, uh, prevented from viewing the moon in the sky, he finds within himself, quote, what is virtually the same moon. Kaneshi summed up this trajectory of research by noting that Sagio perceived cherry blossoms and the moon as mandalas, and then went on to caution against judging such poems with only a 20th century sensibility and standards, writing that, quote, we must give full consideration to how many people in the 12th century would have been deeply moved by these poems. This was poetry, but it was, at the same time, something more than poetry. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, that's a, actually about Sagio. It's not a poem. Sagio's Inner Moan. Are the conditions right for you to do this podcast? I hear on various sounds outside and as people may be partying on a Saturday night. So I don't know if the conditions are right for this podcast. Are the conditions right for you to see Segio's inner moon? Is that, are they right for that? Well, the next poem, June 3rd, is The Conditions Were Right. Oh. Conditions Were Right. Yeah. Poem. The conditions were right. They were in the man body. Wait, the conditions were right. You were in the man body. You weren't starving. There wasn't a war. You had no ailments and were rested. Huh. Okay, so you're saying the conditions are right. You were in the man body, you weren't starving, you weren't in the war, there wasn't a war, you had no ailments and were rested. The stomach was clear with plenty of fat to spare. Yeah, don't you have plenty of fat? And they say you can burn it off during a fast. Even if you had no food. It would last a while. Your knees were conditioned to bending. You stopped all reminiscing and all planning. Oh. Oh, so you're not going to reminisce over a bunch of junk and plan something. I thought you were planning your Saturday or Sunday. Was, aren't you going to plan anything Sunday? The future is too unknowable to plan. Thinking of Segio's inner moon seemed a good thing. Human fantasy all amounts to nothing. Well, now you can't even fantasize about anything very much because it might all amount to nothing. Whenever it starts, I shut it off and instead go in. The inward state is the ultimate state.
Oh, well, you should just make sure you do a lot of meditation tomorrow and before you do something is really secondary. Okay. The inward state is the ultimate state. The rest can be confusing. Yeah, I could become confused uh, about everything else I'm doing. The arrival of my karma is not my concern. Wow. Why shouldn't it be my concern? The arrival of my karma is not my concern. Why should I generate more? So I have to capture the next hour, not the next year. What you seek is the processed result. Your head can be baked and thus set straight. It may be best to go up to the top and then the rest of the day fall down. At the end of the day, you can go into the power substation for meditation. June's third. Yeah, so you're saying meditate in the morning and then at the end of the day, go into the power substation for meditation. Assuming the conditions were right. Hmm. I don't know if the conditions are right for me to hear the birds. Uh, but I don't know if the birds are on time today. Or... Well, okay. The next poem is June, May. Oh my goodness, May 31. Huh. So, you, May 31, huh? Yeah. So you've covered June of 2018. This one says, today, the birds were late. Oh, they must have been late. It says, poem. Today, the birds were late and started at five. Strange that now 25 years had passed and the 30th had begun. Hmm. Since the meeting with a remarkable man, this, his grace has been extended. The mystic path has a real direction. Wow. Huh. Yeah, you should remind yourself of this stuff. That's good you're reading your own poems. Yeah, okay. So it turns out there is a good purpose to reading my own poems. So, yeah, you, how many times have you read them? This is the singular only time, huh? Yeah, that's interesting, huh? Hmm. What if you were a composer, a music composer, and... You never played your pieces, ever. At least you would play them once. Yeah, I mean, I've seen how they have recordings of Rachmaninoff playing his own piece, or, or Gershwin played. <laughs> so you should play your own piece. Okay. At least once. <laughs> so these are poems read by the author. <laughs> Today the birds were late and started at five. Strange that now twenty-nine years had passed and the thirtieth had begun. Huh. Yeah, what's going on there? 
Since the meeting with a remarkable man, his grace has been extended. The mystic path has a real direction. If you can build the connection. Oh, that's if you build the connection. Should we take it with pleasure? <laughs> yeah, and you could. I guess you could build a connection and take it with pleasure. <laughs> God into expression power is here for our apprehension with persistent willpower. One can climb with comprehension. It is best to keep your balance without overextension. With your mind in a shutdown state, your energy can accumulate. Hmm. Wow. Poetry seeks to express an internal process. <laughs> wow, did your energy accumulate? Uh, T.S. Poem, 831, 2018. And it also is celebrating the May 30th death anniversary of Darshan Singh in 1989. Uh -huh. Now, yeah, interesting you feel very complimented that you had high energy because you were picked from a lineup by a super hitter. By a, yesterday, you were already played like three hours of tennis and uh, a good hitter came and asked you to play with him. So, oh, so you uh, can hit tennis balls? Yeah. And your energy had accumulated. Uh, yeah. And then later in the evening, after I played four hours, another super hitter. This is a guy who hits 120 miles an hour. He asked me to play. <laughs> I really didn't. Was gonna, I said, it's hard to park. And I'm, in the casa at home and there wasn't much light left. We ended up hitting like only a half hour or something. But I guess uh, I'm able to return many of his balls at 120 miles an hour. <laughs> that is if my mind is in a shut down state and my energy had accumulated. <laughs> Oh, so that's just physical energy. Are you talking about spiritual? Or... I see you have a couple nice photos here of Darshan Singh, and this is poem is a, is a deck dedicated to Darshan Singh. Oh, yeah, it's May uh, 31, and it's for May 30th, I guess. Yeah. Is that a 30th? If it's... Posted in 2018, and it's night refers to 1989. That's 29 years. Hmm. This poem is good to read again. Today, that is today, if the birds aren't late. <laughs> today, the birds were late and started at five. Strange that now, 29 years had passed and the 30th had begun. Since the meeting with a remarkable man, his grace has been extended. The mystic path has a real direction if you can build a connection. Should we take it to it with pleasure? Yeah, why can't you just take to it with pleasure? Why does it have to seem so gruesome and difficult? <laughs> Yeah, when it's not gruesome and difficult. Uh -huh. 
Yeah, well, you make it difficult. It's actually easy. Oh, you just you have to get up and meditate, and it's not hard? Huh? No. Should we take it to it with pleasure? God into expression power is here for our apprehension. With persistent willpower, one can climb with comprehension. It is best to keep your balance without overextension. Yeah. Well, did you overextend yourself with five hours of tennis? Oh, God. You should let your mind go into shutdown so your energy will accumulate. It is best to keep your balance without overextension. With with your mind in a shutdown state, your energy will accumulate. Yeah, you should keep on building that energy, I guess. Poetry seeks to express an internal process. So something is going on, so some sort of accumulation process. So so that's why you're writing the poetry, to express an internal progress. Assuming the birds were not late to... Uh...